Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Seem like I don't know months and months, maybe years of planning. That feels like it, right? I mean, my gosh, it took forever to get this put together, right? Focus groups, charts. Well, you know, with, t- with today's standard, you have to. We had to do our Twitter background check, make sure you didn't say anything on Twitter that's inappropriate in the past. Well, I had that scrubbed. So. Well, you don't know. You never know. There's right. all this technology, the Wayback Machines. Right. Right. Now, so. I had to make sure that we really got this set up properly, man. I mean, the focus groups. The right lawyers. The pivot tables, all the things we had to make sure. That would have been an interesting name. Yeah, the right pivot combination table. of drugs. <laughs> right, of course. So. But alas, we are not pivot table. That would have been an odd name. We are audience of one. Audience of one. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Andrew Belchner. Okay. Yeah. And, I know uh, you are. I don't know I, why. I know, well, yeah, you may, <laughs> You probably know who I am. But uh, next to me here. My co-host, my esteemed colleague. Yeah. Yeah. The one, the only, the Montgomery County Marauder, Richard Radio. Yeah, or Dick. I go by Dick. Dick Schisler. People can see our names on our, on the YouTube and Facebook below us. Yeah, well, so I, look. Hey, if look. you're trying to find us, there, it's right there. If you want to spell it correctly, <laughs> it's right there. I, I'm just going off of what you told me to call you, okay? Yeah. Because, look, out in the hall, you grabbed me by my collar, threw me up against the wall and said, hey, man. It's Midnight Marauder. No. Montgomery County Marauder. You don't even know your own nickname. No. He said, look, out there, out there, man, I'm Dick. Yeah. But in here, when, the, when I'm on the radio, I'm the Montgomery County Marauder. That's what you told me. So I'm just going by I what believe you it. said. I believe it. <laughs> I don't want to upset you on day one, episode one. Well, wait till we get halfway through the episode, and then we'll know <laughs> if I'm upset or not. Right, right. So what's the show going to be all about, man? I didn't bring anything today. I, I got nothing to talk about. Well, uh, well, the concept is audience of one, which is typically yourself, and so the conversations will be the random thoughts of Andrew and Dick. That's yeah. me and you. Yeah. And uh, for our audience out there, if, you know, if you have ideas of random thoughts, so you're always talking to yourself, like, oh, let's bring it yeah. to us. We love talking about random things that— No doubt. People have a long time to think about because the only person they talk to most of the time is themselves. Yeah, I, I, I think you and I talked about this the other day at, yeah. at Red Bricks, actually. I said I felt like I've been doing a radio show in my head my entire life. I don't know how well it broadcasts, but I've always been doing this to an audience of one. Yeah. And you looked at me and said, that's a, that's a great name for a show. Yeah. I said, man, that's good. It's almost like you've done radio before. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's, that's what we are, man. Musings, topics, yeah. things that come to mind, stories that we've heard. Oddities. Yeah. So yeah, so expect like news coverage, current topics, <laughs> right. fr- random uh, entertainment things, and then just kind of oddball thoughts, oddball shower thoughts. thoughts. Sure. sure. Yeah, you can go with shower thoughts. Yeah, yeah. why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, where, where, where do we start? I mean, I think the biggest story that's been on everybody's mind here lately, right? I mean, this, 
It's been international, global. I mean, obviously, the, the Chinese are involved yeah. in this. I mean, this is a big story. Everybody's been talking about it. And, of course, I'm, I'm talking about Madonna's, Madonna's face. The singer. Y- yeah, Madonna, the singer. Yeah. I mean, everybody's so been talking about it. So she has something to do with the balloon? What? What are you talking about, balloon? Oh, yeah, we can talk about the balloon, but no, I mean, I'm talking about Madonna's face, man. Oh. Yeah, I mean, she came out on the Grammys, uh, was it last week, I guess it was? Yeah, hold on, let me pull something up. I got I think I can find a picture. Yeah, pull, Give me a second. Yeah, Give me a pull, second. Pull, pull, pull that up, man. Yeah, she was introducing, man, I don't know exactly who it was. Uh, Let, let's back it up real quick. Can, yeah. Grammys. Is yeah. that a, like an Oscars for, the, for music? Uh, yeah, I believe that's an accurate so it, way of describing it, yes. Well, no, the reason I ask because I never really, really looked into it. So is it Oscars for that year for the music? So, like, if you produce an album or a, a song for that calendar year... I believe that's the ...you way get nominated is. for a Grammy. And well, then they might yes. have, like, Lifetime Achievement Grammys. Sure, every year they've got some sort of special award. But I think she was not up for anything. Here, I could I be the, wrong. I didn't watch it. I haven't here, watched I the, the Grammys picture. in forever. There yeah. There, I right. think she was actually introducing... Uh, Sam Smith or something like that. Okay, yeah, because I, I want to understand when uh, this became a, a fire topic. Yeah, Why was Madonna like... Well, look. I, f- I feel like paparazzi follows her anyway. So she like hide her face until the Grammys? <laughs> right, exactly. I guess she has been keeping a low profile up until this okay. point. I'm not entirely sure. So the picture I found, the audience can see it on yeah. the video version of the show. It's on the left, I assume that's the new version. <laughs> and on the right, I assume that was, you know, relatively... I'm, yeah, I, I don't know the years on, on those pictures. Obviously, the one on the right, it would be older. I don't know. Um, but, I mean, look, she's not doing yeah. herself any favors there. She is kind of giving off oh, a yeah. little bit of a Star Wars, Clone War kind of vibe. You know, She does look a little like, like a Sith Lord, I think. But, but she didn't do herself any favors with the, uh, the hair. Do you think so? I mean, you, I, know? you know, it's weird. It's like, what do we find beautiful? And in, in, in her audience of one... <laughs> she felt that this would make her beautiful. Touche. And you know, well, it's uh, you know, she was married to Guy Ritchie. She was a long time ago, so the, uh, twenty been, years ago or so. Guy Ritchie's been doing a really good job on going on podcasts and doing kind of oh, like cool. intimate interviews. And every time he kind of mentions being married to Madonna, you can tell he's like he didn't want to say specifically that she's insane, <laughs> but it, I think what it like in his, his political stance was like, oh, we just. We didn't. We couldn't come to an agreement on multiple things, so we had to separate. Uh, well, and the, that could have been the amicable, the, the amicable thing, insanity yeah. of Madonna. And just well, like, I don't think she needs to, or he needs to say it now. She's kind of saying it without saying it. Look at that. You think so? Well, well there's plenty of people okay, who look, look like this. Look, okay, I agree. Okay, I I agree. So everybody said she looked unrecognizable. That was, well, I believe it was that. recognizable. I believe that. And when I, I said oh, I got to see this now, and I, I I looked her up, and and I still see Madonna there. Okay, but. She definitely does look different, right? I mean, it's 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 pretty striking and, through the cheekbones, and I mean, well, I'm it's sure also different for you for and than me because our age difference isn't that big, but it's enough to where like I w- didn't grow up with Madonna being a teeny bopper, like when she first started. Yeah, I, you well, you probably didn't either, but I mean, right. when you know if you're 20 years old and you're seeing this, it's like that's normal. Like, people look like that normal. Well, I agree. I, so, so, look, I don't know how old she is. She's in her early 60s, I'm guessing. She's probably, like, 60-something years old. Okay. You're not going to look what? like 20-year-old Madonna for the rest of your life. So and you that's think okay. she's 60? Is that what you're saying? Man, you think I she's think 60? so. I think she's in her early 60s. I'm going to say— Yeah, she's 64. 64? She's oh, 64. so is that is that considered mid-60s then? I have no idea. I think—, I think wait, there's got to be a line, right? Like, so when does somebody become mid-something? 
right? You're in your early 20s when you're 20 to 23. I'm, I mid imagine, 20s is 24 to 27. I imagine 64 to 67 would be considered mid. Okay. I mean, she's she is Social Security eligible this year, man. I mean, that's you know crazy. what's creepy about this? So when I see this kind of talk yeah, and the change people go through, then you go see, I saw Top Gun, the newest one, over yeah. the weekend. Yeah. And then I was looking at it, and the way they were treating Maverick, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, how old is Tom Cruise? Like, they seem to, they seem to be treating him if he's like forty, you know? Because they're I think he's sixty as well. Because I know uh, I know you served, right? No, I didn't serve. You didn't serve in any type of army or marines no. or anything. No, I did not. Who who oh, whoever I'm thinking about, it was Navy. Well, and I was yeah. and I was thinking to myself, I go, what age do you get kicked out of the Navy as a pilot? <laughs> Right, like when you become two, because there probably is. There's probably like there a, probably there's probably a protocol. Standard, yeah. where it's like, hey, sure. if you hit thirty, you're out. Yeah, no, and I, I don't know the rules to that, so especially for fighter pilots. Um, I'm sure there's Madonna needs to talk to Tom Cruise. Well, yeah, because whatever he's doing, he's, he's doing 60. it right. Yeah, he's I think like he is 61, 61, yeah. So it's yeah. like, but it's obvious he hasn't had a lot of work, and I think that's what we're seeing maybe here. He has, and he has a really good doctor. Well, that's true too. That's that's possible, man. I don't know. But I think that's what we're seeing here is we're seeing the result of multiple plastic surgeries. Like stack on, right? stack on. And, and I hate saying that because I have no proof, okay? And and far be it from me well, to cast judgment on know. anybody's looks, right? Well, but, that's what this whole segment's about. Yeah, well, I suppose you're right. But, <laughs> but I mean, it, it, look, it's got to be tough for her, right? It's not like— it's Really? Not like, she's it's not, millionaire well, what I mean, and what she's I mean on by the that. Grammys still. She's relevant. <laughs> they invite her onto the Grammys well, to do something. Well, it's rough in the fact that— you and I can can easily say grow old, you know, gracefully. Just let it go. And I think that most people should. Not everybody's going to look 20 when you're 60. That's just the way it is, right? Yeah. But when you're Madonna and you're in the spotlight like that all the time and, and your whole your whole image was being young Madonna and selling that image, I think it's hard for her to know when to let go. Well, and isn't so, the quote she said? Happens. Isn't that the quote she like? Because they asked like, what what made you want to do this? She's like, oh, I felt younger or along those lines. Like I wanted to be younger. So that I don't know. That would be interesting to find out though. That if she's actually addressed these um, allegations of of plastic surgery directly, I didn't I didn't think that she actually ever had. Um, I mean, to me, it's obvious. It's those. It's starting to have those telltale signs of things that aren't well, really like, going. I know. Wrong. I get it. You know what she reminds me of? I, the the internet sensation, the cat lady. <laughs> Yes, that that oh yeah, ab- absolutely. So that kind of reminds me a little Where bit of that. You just don't know when to stop, right? Yeah, I don't know. I think I you know what's funny about it? It's like I don't work in the that entertainment world, so I imagine her peers are okay with it because everyone else does it in Hollywood. Right. But when you right. have people like us who we don't really listen to Madonna, we don't we know who Madonna is, and then you're kind of like that's an interesting decision. Yeah. It's kind of like Renee Zellweger. Do you remember when she just dropped off the world? And yeah, then she, she she was like the biggest thing in Hollywood. Yeah, and then all of a sudden she was in a movie, and you're like, "Is that Renee's?" She looks significantly different. Yeah, I, yeah. So you know, someone told them like, "Hey, you look different. You're probably not going to get casted." Well, there is there's definitely a yeah. a bell shaped curve, and how much. Work but no one's going to stop done. Madonna from performing. No, she's no, gonna, no. I'm not saying she's not performing, but so she recently did come out and and address all the negativity and the yeah. comments or whatever. And, and this is where I, I kind of. Look, I was taking your side earlier saying that, you know, it's got to be tough to be Madonna and this, that, and the other and trying to look like you're yeah. 20 years old. But then she came out and said, this is this is misogyny and this is an example of our society or something along those lines. And I thought, mm, no, I don't think so. <laughs> like, you did this to yourself. I mean, the real person you need to be asking <laughs> right? that question to is Guy Ritchie. 
because he's married to her. I'm like, what do you think of her uh, new look? Oh, uh, yeah. What I'm, do you think he's going to say? Oh, there's a reason I'm not married to her now, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I like cats, but, you know, I'm more of a dog yeah. guy. I mean, what does he get to say, man? Well, I mean, because you also have to ask, is it okay to make fun of her? Because that's what today's that's what today's view of the world is. It's like, well, oh, this is, here, yeah, it's ageism. Ageism and mis- misogyny. Yeah. I have to quote here. Ah, come on. I, I just, I, if she was growing old naturally, yeah. gracefully, and we came out and said, man, she looks terrible. Oh, my gosh. I would say that's ageism, maybe even misogyny. But she's this is kind of the bet she made. Right? Well, that's Assuming that she did this to herself. Again, and I, I think we're all in agreement here that that's probably her, what think. she did. People are still going to go no, see Madonna. No, it's not going to affect her at all. And not in the pocketbook anyways. Yeah. And I think that's really what we all care about is like how the decisions you make like this. It's like, all right, do you just go out gracefully or do you – do something like this to make a I, mark. I and, always err on the side of trying to age gracefully. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> not not in the entertainment industry, but man. You can't. You can't right? So but that's what I'm saying. It's tough for them. It's got to be tough. Sometimes well, it goes well. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't. I don't know. I mean, well, see what the, the, the decisions like this would make me laugh or wonder is like the kids, the uncles, the family who sees these, who knows these people more than us, and you know, one of the uncles is like, oh man. Okay, that's different. And like, <laughs> but no one can say anything to her. Yeah, it's Madonna that's for Madonna. crying out loud. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyways, it is what, that, that was the biggest story. You like that? You like that? Yeah, I, I thought that was that was the big story. No, know. you wanted to talk about this balloon, though. Oh, I don't know. I thought that's where you're going with it, but <laughs> no, I, I think it, look with the balloon. We're not going to break any news here on this at this point. This has been out for several weeks now. If you're coming to this show for hard. Hard-hitting news about, about the balloon. This is not going to be the right place, but kind of weird, right? I mean, this Well, is, now there's reports of other stuff going on. Absolutely, And now yeah. it's making me wonder, like, do we just not report on this stuff? And all of a sudden it's like, right. oh, absolutely. it passed through the popularity, popularity filter. Now we can start talking about to the public about there this. There certainly is that. It's like, oh, there, there happens to be 100 balloons everywhere. Right. Oh, and, and this could they've been, been there for 30 all, years. Exactly, yeah. It's kind of what is deemed news, right? No, yeah. one's, no one cares if there's a weather balloon up there, but we do now all of a sudden. Yeah. But when it first started, I, I, a couple weeks ago, I guess it was, maybe a week and a half ago, and they, the government came out and said, nothing to be alarmed about. All sorts of stuff, yeah. It's just, it's just a balloon up there, guys. It's not, not armed. Don't worry about it. You know, they, made, they painted this picture like it was going to be, um, I, I pictured an old man with a talking dog and a little Boy Scout with him. Yeah, that's an up reference, yeah. by the way, yeah. And so, yeah, well, that's, it's no big deal, no big deal. And then two days later, they shot it down. I'm thinking, well, it's not a, not a big deal. Why, why are we shooting it down? You know, I mean, your resources are scarce. So you got to see what's in the in the chest that's in the balloon. Well, right. Well, I mean, man, you could take this any number of ways. You well, you, I think what's important though, Andrew, is that balloon was gigantic. Yeah, the size of three houses. Yeah, so it's it wasn't just like a balloon. When people think of a balloon, it's bigger than the up house. It was bigger than the up house. So, well, and I think you can you can be critical of the administration saying. They didn't act fast enough, or you say, oh, they acted too fast. But it, really, you're in a kind of a, a strange situation. If you don't do anything at all, then it's seen as this like, point of weakness, right? You're allowing yeah, the Chinese to I do guess. this. But then if you do go up there and blow that thing out of the sky, well, you're going to have to be prepared for some retaliation, yeah, right? Whatever I, else comes from that. I think with that, now what I'm wondering is now all these reports now are coming out with like UFOs and... Have you? I've, I don't know if you pay attention to. I think it was this morning where they were saying that uh, in Canada they shot 
They didn't say balloon. A cylindrical object. Yeah. So a UFO, technically, I guess. It absolutely um, is. And then I'm like, all right, so we're going to get something like this for the next six weeks of people shooting down stuff or trying to see stuff. And the right. Super Bowl is coming up. So I was like, man, if this is when you have those audience of one thoughts where if I was a billionaire, how I'd mess with the world. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, like, that's what I would do. I would get one of these balloons. Like, hey, can we just get – what's the biggest balloon we could get? Yeah. And let's just fly it around the Super Bowl <laughs> and just see what happens. Well, <laughs> you know, you bring up an interesting point. I hadn't even thought about that with, with the Super Bowl being here yeah. in such close proximity to these. Man, it, and if this is an alien ship, have we ever considered the, that maybe these aliens are just big NFL fans? Or they're just big helium fans. And they're or like, both at the same time. That, both of these they, can be they true. They smoke they're, helium <laughs> or inhale Maybe it. they're just trying to get good seats yeah. for the Super Bowl. They're, you know, they're staking it out or whatever. And, you know, they're going to come down right in the middle of Rihanna's performance and just oh, land she at performing the 50 Yeah, she's performing. Okay. She's going to be right there and under my umbrella, Ella, Ella. And okay. here comes down, you know, the alien <laughs> balloon. They're flying a, you know, a, Minnesota, you, a Minnesota Vikings yeah. flag, you know, because the aliens don't know who's in the Super Bowl. They, they, they just know they're fans of the game, yeah. right? They don't know who's playing. They don't so have a good enough telescope. Yeah, right. Like, so oh, we, so we're, we're big we, Vikings fans. We, we there, couldn't but. pick up Fox. Yeah. So we got a. Uh, YouTube TV cut cut the Super Bowl. We can't we can't watch it. It is crazy though. But yeah, you're right. So I think there's been multiple balloons that have been shot down. And or UFOs. I think technically well, the UFO no, term is to be used. No, here. two two or more balloons similar to the first one. Okay. And then now you're right. I heard something this morning, uh, or it read it briefly that now there's all kinds of things being shot down, which again leads to the point: are they are they up there all the time? We just don't report on it. You know, I mean, like because. That's it's fun. Well, it's like when, when somebody uh, famous gets uh, bitten by a shark, and all of a sudden, all you hear about for the next six weeks are shark attacks. And it's like, well, these shark attacks have probably happened all the time, but we don't report on them because you have to have that catalyst to get it going, and now all of a sudden it's, hey, this is a story, yeah. this is a story, this is a story. It's kind of just the way news cycles work. So we're going to be hearing about this, you're right. But I, I do think that we cannot deny the fact that some of these uh, are definitely aliens. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it has to be. There's no other explanation. I mean, I, I don't I, that kind of stuff. You'll never know the the real truth behind any of this kind of stuff. Well, so, see, and that's another thing is when when this the story first broke, uh, people saying, "Oh, well, they're lying to us. They're lying to us. This is not you know just a a weather balloon. This is a spy balloon." I thought, have we ever also considered the fact that maybe they just don't want to tell us the truth? Yeah, you know, scare the heck out of people. I mean, if they came out and and you, you know the, the president came out and said. Uh, uh, yeah, we've got Chinese balloons up there. It's weaponized. It's flying over top of it. We don't know what it's capable of. Yeah. It's, you, you, can you imagine? People would freak No, people out. would be grabbing their guns and shooting Shoot the Shoot in the sky, yeah. So I think there is a certain decorum that, 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 that the military has to maintain. Yeah. And sure, they're going to lie to us. Of course. So right now, of course they're lying to you. That's, well, it makes some me of think that's of, probably okay. Well, it makes me think of the North Korea propaganda kind of stuff where... They, if you watch what they put out, they're always claiming stuff. Oh, and like you don't even really know if this is really China's, and China's like, oh, they're confused. Yeah, it's ours. <laughs> sure, they seem I, they seem confused by this, so let's just claim it. Sure, we did that. Sure, well, I like how they got all self righteous about it too. Yeah, it's like, how dare you shoot down our balloon, yeah. man? But think about it: if we flew one over over China, what are they going to do? We'll probably have better things than balloons that we fly over there. Well, okay, so that's that's a great point. When also, when this story first broke, I thought, man, how low tech to have uh, that's what I'm saying. a There's balloon. A There's a but, reason behind but, it. No, there they're is. They're not going to tell us. The more, the more I heard about this, though, apparently the more genius 
this whole idea of having a quote unquote weather balloon actually is, right? Because they fly so high, it's normally above the level at which we normally have radar on. Yeah. Okay. And air they, and and, and most residential of, air flight. Or right. what's it called? It's not residential. It's called something Com- else. Commercial. Well, no. Well, yeah, it's commercial, <laughs> but there's also other types of flights. Like okay. like the highest flight that is traditionally used every day, it doesn't go. This Correct. is above it. Yeah, and, and our radar is not. Now we might have some that. military flights that are above it. Sure. That are normal, sure. happening every week. Well, and we're looking for certain flight patterns and movements and yeah. things like that, right? And these balloons move in ways that mimic air patterns or things yeah. that aren't going to get picked up. So when I when I learned about that, I thought maybe this is actually ingenious to have this balloon up there rather than you know some sort of high tech you know jet. It's actually fairly smart. Maybe they are light years ahead of us, man. I don't know. Maybe it's a fight climate change, and then we just ruined all hopes. <laughs> yeah, right. It was our only hope. That was our only hope. Against ice glaciers melting, yeah. and we fired that sucker out of the sky. Or this could have been like another GoldenEye episode of James Bond, and it's like GoldenEye 2. Oh. There's the satellite. It's going to shoot down. Well, I'm reading from, from NPR here. It says the balloons are part of, of the official fleet of balloons developed to conduct surveillance yeah and flights are often undertaken at the direction of the chinese military often so you didn't they didn't Man. directly say it there's like oh often china. i love i love reporting like that it's like oh yeah everyone has these balloons but you know who has them really china has them <laughs> so take take that information do what you want with it but everyone has these balloons but you know who also has those balloons china yeah it says that uh, they've flown them over 40 countries uh, across five continents. So it's not like they're just surveilling the U.S. Yeah, they're probably trying to solve climate change. <laughs> yeah, doubtful. That's what's doubtful, happening. man. Doubtful. <laughs> well, uh, you know, Madonna and balloons, this, that was this week's hot news. Sure is. Coming up, we, like we said, we had the Super Bowl, and then uh, that's going to be on probably the topic next week on our show. Yeah, probably. Uh, you know, before we take our break, I wanted to ask you for the Super Bowl – how important is it to you? And then do you know anybody on, like, the spectrum of, like, it's the most important event of the year to somebody who's, like, absolutely hates that day? Um, I don't know if I know either, but uh, I, I guess I'll answer your first question. How important is it to me? I think it depends on who's playing, <laughs> right? Okay, that's fair. Uh, I, you know, I'll, I'll, we're going to lose half our audience which is one at this point. So we're going to lose half a person here by me saying I'm, I'm a Cowboys fan. We can go talk about yeah, there's that a great, later. There's a great divide in Texas Yeah, exactly. Cowboys so, yeah, fans. Yeah, exactly. So we, we all know the history, the recent history of the Cowboys and the Super Bowl. We're not going to go into that. So I, I think have, it depends. I do not know that history. Uh, we can talk about that some other time. But okay. uh, <laughs> I, I think for, for me, um, if there is a team that is just a, a massive rival to the Dallas Cowboys, and that being – Somebody like the the Eagles who are playing oh, okay. in the Super Bowl, you, you you can't root for them, right? And it, so you're so you're going to make sure you watch it just to root against the Eagles. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I, I, and I so so this game is not super important to me. I think what what is important is if I've got an event to go to, like last couple of years, somebody in my neighborhood put together a big party, and I yeah. mean it was awesome, like a block party outside, had a big screen and food and barbecue. And yeah, like going. even. That was awesome. Even a right? friend of that mine reached time. out. I was like, hey, do you want to come over to the Super Bowl? I'm like, I've never watched football with you in my life. <laughs> right, but it's an excuse to, it, to watch the game, yeah. to get together, eat food. And and really, it's the, the commercials. 
and it's the uh, the halftime performance, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so I think uh, The Weeknd was playing a few years ago, and uh, we were all interested in that. I like his performance, I like his music, so um, I was interested in the halftime show. I think that was when Tom Brady got back to the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay and and won the Super Bowl, so we were interested in watching that. So I think of it as a big event, but I wouldn't say that it's important to me. I do know some people that it's huge um, in terms well, of a betting opportunity yeah, and, no, and things like that. That's um, always on there where it's like, oh, 50 million people betted. Bet oh, I've heard the whatever. numbers this this but, year but, are astronomical so people that are betting it. But the for, for the audience, I, I've watched football. I understand the rules of football. I had several friends and family that played football like in college and – so it's like I've I've been around it, but the thing that always gets me about the Super Bowl is it always feels like it's the longest game of football there is. I I don't know if that's normal or if that is like because you know most football games they some are sometimes are really long because of penalties, right? And then if there's an injury on the field and things like that. But for some reason the Super Bowl like I do not like watching it. Because I get so impatient, even on even if the presentation of NFL today is already long, yeah. Because you're only seeing you know ten minutes of actual football, but for some reason with the Super Bowl, when I watch it, I'm like after the first ten minutes, I'm like I don't really care. I'll come back. It's kind of like watching the NBA Finals. Like I'm gonna come back in the last two minutes of the game. <laughs> right. So like I'm gonna go do something else, and then I'll come back. Because I don't really know what is it like. Is the no, halftime I, longer than normal? Yeah. So I think you're onto and something. Then, there. It's not just a feeling. I think it actually is a longer production for probably multiple reasons. One of which being the halftime performance. It absolutely see, I don't, is. Yeah, I don't know the normal. stats or the times on that. But every time, like, well, they've got to put it put in its. But even the game, so. even the game itself. Like I remember watching the Falcons and the Patriots game. That's the game where Tom Brady came back after. You know the the second half oh, oh, into gosh, the second yes, half, yes. and then uh, I was thinking to myself, I was like, I feel like I just watched two football games because how exciting the last part was, and how un- like how under like entertaining the first yeah. part was. But it was like two separate games, and lengthwise, I was like, man, I've already had two cigars. <laughs> I'm sitting here, I'm like, I don't want another drink, and I'm like, I don't. I want to watch this game because this game's getting exciting. It, yeah, but I'm like, yeah. I'm exhausted. Well, it's possible that the that the commercial breaks are longer too because they're selling that ad space. Yeah, you know, I wonder what the I wonder what the the stats are on like how many ads are ran through the Super Bowl opposed to like a normal Monday Night Football game, and then how long are the breaks? Yeah, and things like that. So I think cumulatively, it's all those things added up that probably make the entire thing a longer production yeah. than normal. No doubt, no doubt. I haven't timed it out. So oh, yeah. I don't know if I answered your question there or not. Well, no, I want because you know I have friends who the Super Bowl is a big deal, and no matter who yeah. plays, well, it is a big deal in that like, no matter who plays, they have it on their calendar. We're always going to be watching the Super Bowl at this place. We're always going to have like this, invite this many people over. We're always going to have a party yeah. every year. Yeah. And well, I think it is a big deal in that it's the largest watched television show of the year, bar none. I mean, the, the amount of people that watch it every year dwarf everything else okay so but see that's what i'm trying you, to you get almost to. feel like you want to be part is of these something so the next day at work around the water cooler you're saying hey did you see yeah. that doritos commercial because you know doritos always goes in it seems like big time in the super bowl hey did you see that doritos commercial that was great blah 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 so i think that's part of the reason why people watch it even even there's even like there was even a, a news report of a christian-based organization running two ads and I was thinking to myself, really? I know. And then there was another one about Blockbuster running an ad. I'm, I'm sorry, what, for their one brick and mortar store that's left? I, I, but no, this is what I love. It's like, because 
something to report, right? So Blockbuster, I was like, there's no way. There's no way they're running an ad. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, it turns out it's going to be on Instagram during for and some connection to the Super Bowl. So it might not necessarily be through CBS. Oh, so it's not it broadcast. Might, it, well, it's something. It's not, like it's connected to the Super Bowl. And, you know, the, the Christian one is, I was like, why? Who? Okay. Like, but they were making a big deal about it. Well, yeah, I could probably see why. And, uh, but, you know, it's really, it's interesting to see the excitement and somehow people, everyone watches this game. That When you tell me that's the most watched program, that's where I kind of wonder, like, how many people are watching it really want to watch it? Oh, oh, so oh, it's oh. Like, I, I doubt, I doubt it's, gosh, half are probably really into the game and the other half are people that are there just because uh, you have people like me like i'll watch football yeah. i'll i will go to a game and i'll watch football like i like watching the game yeah. but like i said for some reason when i watch super bowl after the first 10 minutes i'm like man this is killing me like just <laughs> i want to watch more but this is like this is ridiculous like the commercials oh let's 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 show them 10 commercials in a row i'm like man this is killing me right well i, I speaking about commercials i I think the quality of the commercials has gone down slowly over the years. They used to be just hilarious. And now you'll have just a lot of what seems like long attempts at humor. Yeah. And they're just not as great as they used to be. And so... Well, I mean, it's... How, how does advertising work today compared to 20 years ago? It's like a, it's evolving every day. So they're trying to figure out... Well, media's out. so split, yeah. too. It's not like there's just three, four channels anymore. I mean, media's yeah. everywhere. So I so. think it's... It's a little different. I bet it'd be exciting if you're an ad campaign manager and you're sure. like, "Oh, we got a we got a Super Bowl ad. We got to create something fun." Yeah, and then no, we no. Sh- we'll, we'll put ten million dollars in this ad and only show it like I don't know four weeks. <laughs> Let's do it. Right. Uh, it's probably more than ten million. Heck, it's probably ten million just to get it on the Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't know what the prices are these days, but it's you know, multi million dollars for thirty seconds, and then you got to actually produce. The commercial itself. So I, you're right. It's probably millions and millions and millions yeah, of dollars. I like it. And I only show it for a couple of weeks. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so, you know, we should take a break and kind of reset. I want to let people know that uh, we're on the social media. We're Audience of One with Andrew and Dick. It's really easy to find us. We're here every Wednesday at 10 o'clock. Uh, the podcast, YouTube, Facebook, all that stuff will be available at 11 o'clock and also be aired live on Lone Star Community Radio. And then Connors FM 104.5, 106.1. We're going to take our break. We'll be back with more stories. I know one thing you wanted to tell me on the opposite spectrum of Madonna is someone trying to reserve their beauty yeah. and keep it forever. Yes. And not through plastic surgery. No, that's Doesn't correct. sound like. Sounds no. like they're doing it through drugs. Yeah. And spoiler, it's, it's not me. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> we'll be right back. Every Friday, tune into Texas Ticket on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM with Armando Nino of Go Lake Conroe, focusing on Montgomery County area events and places. Get a feel of the Texas spirit at the event, paired with guest and vendor interviews, event coverage, and ticket giveaways, and so much more. Join us Fridays and punch your Texas ticket. For more information on the show, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Texas Ticket. Okay, we're back. We're back. Audience of one. Andrew and Dick. So, Dick, if I mention the name Brian Johnson to you, 
ring a bell? No, not at all. Yeah, I think I may have bowled with a Brian Johnson once. <laughs> it's such Maybe a, that's such a such a generic. Well, name. he has a, he has those. He, well, I call him uh, the spawn of the devils because he has two first names. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you have two first names as your whole name, it, wait, there's a chance. Is Johnson a first name? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I just realized it now. I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, but I think you're onto something there. People with two first names, they're you always gotta yeah. have to look at them a little side eye, a little suspect of them. But that's nothing to do with Brian Johnson. No, it doesn't. Nor does it have to do with the guy that I bowled with uh, yeah. all those years ago. It is kind of a generic name, but. No, no, no. This this Brian Johnson I'm referring to apparently is a multi-millionaire who is taking yeah. steps. I, I think I he's just, a billionaire, I actually. just looked him up. I wanted to see what he did. Yeah. So what, what? So what he did was he created a company called Braintree, which specializes in mobile and web payment systems. And it was acquired – Braintree acquired Venmo in 2012 – and then it was bought by PayPal. Wow. So he just made money by creating a processing, payment processing thing, and then they Does bought it. Does it say his, uh, his net worth on there? Uh, boop, 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 boop. It, it, billionaire, though, correct? Probably. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm not so concerned about uh, payment processing or how much money said Brian Johnson has. What I am interested to know is how this guy spends his money now. And it's not in the traditional way that most billionaires are spending money, you know, buying yachts and fancy cars. Although he may have that. I don't know. Uh, maybe his own private island. I don't know. But no, this guy has is, been taking extreme measures to reduce his age. Well, okay. And it says here that he's... Because uh, I know we talked about Madonna in the last segment. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. And that's certainly one way of trying to reduce your age. Does that mean that's what she was shooting appearance. for, right? That was like her quote saying, like, I did this because I wanted to look look younger yeah. like I was in my, yeah. like, the 2000s or something like yeah, that. Yeah, unless she's, like I said, trying out for a part in Star Wars. I don't know. That'd be perfect. But, yeah, no, this guy's doing it in a, in a little just, bit different just way. keep bashing her, man. That, what, Madonna's great. She, no, she she's is great. great. She is great. Uh, I, I wouldn't consider myself a super fan, but she's great. Yeah. She's no, going to be doing next year's Super Bowl. <laughs> you know what? This could land it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But this guy, apparently, Brian Johnson, has a, a team of 30 doctors and regenerative health experts overseeing this extreme daily regimen. Okay? And apparently, this guy, you can actually take like a biophysical age, and you can actually be older or younger than your age is. You know, your heart so he's can be 45. So he's 45. So, so this guy's 45, okay. right? And he's a billionaire. He is a billionaire. And so I guess when you're a billionaire and you have nothing else to do, this is something that you, that you can do, right? So you've heard of the fact that people say, oh, I've got a young heart, I've got an old heart. You can actually have an, you know, parts of your body that are aging at maybe a pace that's different than the rest of okay. your body. And I think I that's the that. idea here is he said his eventually his goal is to have all of his major organs, including his brain, liver, kidneys, teeth, hair. So he has a checklist. Other, other parts, yeah, yeah. So he has a checklist I, of things. I guess. He wants to have them functioning as they were in his late teens, okay? Which I suppose that's a lofty goal and... and what about his brain? Hopefully that's on the list. That, I, that was number one. Okay. On I was about brain, to say, it's like, wouldn't that be hilarious? He hair. does all this stuff, and then he gets Alzheimer's. And so he's just like, what do I look like? <laughs> I'm 14 years old. 
but I, I don't know who I am. I, I would like to know how... It's like Benjamin Button right there. How teeth, skin, and hair function as they were in your late teens. I, I don't know. Well, if, it, if he's a nerd, he probably thinks literal, the, the literal term function. So he would take all his teeth out and put in teeth that function like a teen would have. Does that make sense? Like, he's not going to try to preserve the bones of his teeth. He's like, I need to have the same function I had. That meant, like, I could eat candy and not worry about cavities. Oh, I bet this guy's not eating any candy. Well, I know. Yeah. Well, I I found an article, and I'm going to pull it up for our folks. It has a couple of the pictures on it. That's why I like it. I I wanted to show what we're talking about. Yeah. So he spends $2 million per year. Good grief. And let's see. So that's him. And I guess that's kind of a creepy shot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess this was 2017 before he began. Oh, he looks terrible. This thing. <laughs> yeah. There he looks like just a regular boy. And now, that's today. Now he's this is probably one of his little things. That five fifty thousand yeah, wow. dollar helmet. So and looks, then, yeah, it looks like he's in some sort of like this. deprivation chamber sleeping at night or something like a bat. And then he has all these people come to his house, take blood. Every single day. Every single day. Two, to the tune of $2 million That's a year. That's crazy. Yeah, so and he's trying to... working out. It says he's trying to biohack that his body into delicious. regaining its youth. Biohack. That's a, that's, a, that's a really cool term. Biohack his body into regaining yeah. its youth. Um, wow. You know, what's funny about this, do you think anybody around him is more of like, yeah, you should do this because this would be a great science study to learn about the body and learn about da, 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 da. but i can see him being so egotistical i think where he's like well I'm probably, if, if you're gonna do that it means you're trying to make money and i'm a money guy <laughs> so i'm gonna hide all these these stats and yeah. you know i'll sell it oh yeah. you know he could be absolutely doing this one to try and make m- more money right yeah. but then also live longer to where he gets to enjoy his money longer yeah, well, I mean, yeah. no telling. I mean, anybody that sticks around and goes, I want to eat. Uh, I'll, let me pull up this picture one more time. If you, if people want to pull up big screen for you guys on uh, YouTube and Facebook. So that's part of his regiment. So he's got broccoli, cauliflower, mushrooms, and I don't really know what's underneath. And I don't really know what's in the middle. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure either. But that's what he. That's part of his diet. What well, says? Yeah, he abides by a strict vegan diet. Yeah. And this is what's funny. It's amounting to. 1,977 calories a day. Now, that's a pretty specific... It is low, but that's a pretty specific number. And I'm just wondering, if you're so used to a certain regiment like that, what happens if he gets a little crazy and hits 2,100? I mean, does his body just start to freak out? Well, no, I mean, like, I don't really know anything about diets, but that would drastically change his bowel movements. (laughs) And he's trying to keep the same bowel movement as... eight. I mean, can you imagine a friend giving him the hardest time about this? Oh, yeah. But uh, I think that's it's interesting because we're probably going to see more and more stuff like this. People are going to try to do the extremes, if, especially if they have the money to. I can't imagine having that kind of money and then dedicating that much money to feeling healthy, but beyond feeling healthy. He's not trying just to feel healthy. No, he's trying to reverse. He's trying his to reverse. So age, he yeah. has this mission. It's nuts, man. Because, I mean, there's one thing of going to the doctor and they're like, hey, your salt is killing you. Right. Like, you can't just keep eating right. McDonald's cheeseburgers. Go salt-free. And it's like, okay, you'll get you'll gain a couple more years, hopefully. Oh, it's wonderful. I have a couple more years with my family. I'll just cut salt out. And then it's almost like that. He went there, and the doctor told him, you're totally fine. And he's like, well, I don't. how do I be better than fine? 
Right. And, we, right. and the doctor said, like, no, I just told you, like, we just did your thing. Like, you're fine. Just, you know, try to exercise a little more. Well, what about going beyond just exercising? And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then he probably got this weirdo idea. Like, I can turn back time. Yeah. And, and he's got the money to do it. He's got the money to do it. it. Yeah, I doubt this came from a doctor. I think this was probably no, I'm saying, this like, came from him. I was like, fine. Yeah. You want me to lower my sodium? I got one for you. Yeah, Check this out. Check out what I could do with my billionaire money. Yeah. I don't, I'm well, 45 and I'm going to be 37 again. You watch. Because, I mean, there's extreme discipline in this. And oh, I have absolutely. to give him props. Because oh, well, if he's been doing this no since doubt. 2017, 18, and he looks like that, and he's 45 years old, doing it well, I think with the tragedy of this kind of behavior is he could, quote, almost be hit or be hit by a bus tomorrow oh i know yeah and then it's like oh man like kind of like the alzheimer's joke i had he could work this whole body looks great and all of a sudden unfortunately the you know the dna code boom and then you're like oh i don't remember anything but i look great yeah, that's well, an unfortunate part. Discipline. It says here that he wakes up at 5 a.m. every morning, right there. That's discipline. I mean, enough. a bunch of people do that. Yes. Yeah. Well, right. For me, I'm thinking hard stop. That's that's discipline in and of itself. Not me. Takes takes two dozen supplements. Works out for an hour. Drinks green juice laced with creatine and collagen peptides. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure what a collagen peptide is. Yeah. That. Well, but anyways, and it says it brushes and flosses his teeth while rinsing with green tree oil and antioxidant gel yeah this is entirely too much work uh looking at the collagen peptides just a powder and it's used to benefit improve skin health and reduce joint pain that's basically what it is well he's winning man he's 45 and, and well you know it gets me about people like this who drastically change the way they operate yeah is what's gonna happen to this guy if say you know, a, a fate decides that day he can't get home. You know, like his car breaks down or, yeah. you know, his jet breaks down or whatever. And it's like, oh, you're going to be stuck here for a couple of days. Like, well, what about my 1,075 calories? Of, and like, <laughs> right, oh, well, right. we're not going to be able to. We have a box of Cheerios. <laughs> what? Oh, what? Like, and then. Are they multigrain? Well, that's what I'm saying. I can see this guy being that hardcore. Like, honey nut. Can't, I can't, I can't yeah, do honey nut. Yeah, you can't. That's, these kind of people amaze me when it comes to that because it's. I mean, the discipline's there, but then when you start requiring things in, that are not really based in reality. Yeah, man. Well, there's a fine line between discipline and just being plain nuts. And I think this guy has certainly pushed past that. Oh, point. yeah. Well, I mean, imagine the day-to-day at his house, how many people are in his house. Well, yeah, and that's that what it says. For it says it, he's hooked up to a machine every night that, that counts all kinds of yeah. bodily functions and keeps tabs and monitors and stuff. I mean, that's oh, crazy, gosh, man. Gosh, man, I wouldn't do it. I don't care how. But everyone has somebody like this in their life. Like, oh, okay, I'm a vegan, and I'm like, I like, I'm, I'm cool with all that stuff. But, like, I had a rule at our house. It's like if, we, when we cook, if you want something special, you bring it. Right. And I'll cook it. Right. And well, I'm sure this guy is is a charm to go out to eat with. Can you imagine going home to the Miz and saying, "What do you want to eat tonight?" It's like, and he's like, "Ah, oh, you know." He bring, brings over this bag he had in his pocket, <laughs> and it's like powder. He's like, "I just need a spoon." <laughs> And just starts right. spooning it out. Right. Like, yeah, I can't man. have Cheerios. Right. I got to eat this powder. And she's, she says, oh, you know, what, what do you want to eat tonight, honey? Oh, you know, I just any, wanna... anything's fine. Anything, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good with whatever. And she's like, well, how about that cool, you know, Chinese place? No, no, I can't do Chinese tonight. Oh, no, well, I think I, how, that, how about barbecue? This I mean, guy's already barbecue, planned out, whatever. Man. He's like, oh. God, this guy probably barbecue. bought like six fridges that oh, has all that. his meal planning in it. And he's like, I'm good. Are you, are you good? You, can have one, you can't have one of these because these are prepped. <laughs> For oh. certain days. Oh my God, you're right. You're probably right. He does have everything. Uh, like everything, I'm telling you. And oh, and if she, t- if she to touch, 
one of his meals. Oh my gosh, and knock him off of his one thousand nine hundred seventy-seven well, calories. There's, if you put this Does it much, say in there if he's married, by the way, oh, who cares? It, uh, I'm just wondering if there's okay, a woman I'll, that can actually. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you put that. so much emphasis in your in your day-to-day planning, it only takes one thing to knock it off, and then it's like, what do you do? Like, because imagine someone smoking a cigarette, a cigar next to him. I can see him oh, flipping, flipping out. out. Yeah. And it's just like, Immediately running to his monitor to check yeah. to see if something had changed. It's like, I, I inhaled it. It's like, oh, man, no, oh. That, that added two days to my yeah. age. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe Tom Brady's doing this type of stuff behind the scenes. We don't and, even well, know. And Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. We know right. Tom Cruise is doing something. And I, I do want to let you know, I was looking at the Brian Johnson guy. Yeah, yeah. He used to be a Mormon. Hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just letting you know that maybe they have the secret. Mm. So I, I will let you know he he graduated. Wait, wait, you said used to be. Yeah, or he still... he left in at thirty five. Well, he left. Uh, wow, recently. So so, yeah. so I wonder if he left or if they said we don't want any more of you, Mr. Johnson. I don't, I don't, I don't know how that works. I don't know how it works either. But uh, that's an interesting note, though. Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah. That, but yeah, I know. I think I think somebody like Tom Brady could be doing something like this too, man. I mean, well, they're, the, they're the same age. Well, that's funny you bring that up because it's kind of similar to the pitchers. Of what we're looking at with Brian Johnson, if you look him up, they show when he's younger, and he just looks like a normal dude, like a tech dude. And right. you look at the younger pictures of, like, like especially if you look at the draft picture of uh, Tom Brady. It's, it's he just looks like a normal dude that's eighteen or whatever. It looked like was. He, he could challenge you to, to clear off a twelve pack. Like he's probably really like, good at frisbee golf. Yeah, and oh, that's yeah. that's about it. Yeah, he looked pretty normal. Yeah. yeah, a little round face. Like, wow, I made it to the to the NFL. And now he's cool, retiring. bro. <laughs> yeah, now he's retiring. Yeah, twenty some odd years later. Ridiculous. Well, I mean, now you're just retiring, but like with all the successes he had, it's incredible. But I gotta ask you this, because he's he's this is done be the re- a Tom Brady question. Well, he's done the retirement thing before. Yeah, for so, about a month. But but he's talked about it. He said he was going to retire. And now this isn't for the football fans. This is for like anyone that knows anything about Tom Brady. So from what I understand, because I'm not I'm not a page six gossip kind of guy. Oh yeah, I know that. But. About that. If he retired when he said he was going to retire several years ago, would he technically still be married? Man, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, I'm going to say yes because that, that's what I heard from the like you know the snippet I saw was yeah, she'd had, she she'd gave had him the ultimatum yeah. like you play football or you you know be devoted to me. And he's like one more and, year, baby. And he said, "I'm a master of no one." Yeah. And right. so he's like, "Get away from me." So I I can see both sides of this argument. In fact, but um, what what. Because in my mind, it's like, all right, if you knew that was the ultimatum, but you still had the heart to play, right? You made that choice, like, you know, I'm going to have to get a divorce because I really want to play. But then, two years later, I'm going to retire. Do you think he sat there, and when he's filling out the paperwork to retire, he's like, man, I really screwed up. Like, I really (laughs) love my wife. Like, I just did this for two extra years of playing football. Like, yeah. Well, it's even worse than that. It's one extra year. And no, by I think Tom, it was two. By Tom Brady's standard. No, last year. He announced his retirement last year because he's initially signed. Man, you're, you're getting me off the top no, of my I, I, I think it was a two-year no, cause deal he, cause, with Tampa Bay. Yeah, he retired. He, a month later, he comes back, plays one more year on a one-year deal, and that was last year. And during the middle of this season or the beginning of the season is when it all kind of went sure, downhill. Because I thought when he won the Super Bowl with them, that's when he signed on the two-year deal. He did, and, that and that's when he got ago. divorced. No, no, I think you got that wrong, man. So okay, so she divorced him. He year. leaves. He leaves New England. Yeah, okay. heads to Tampa I get Bay you. three years ago. I, get I think you. that was already a point of contention. Like, hey, wait a minute, you're I, why? Why are you going to go to another team here? If just stay with New England, retire here. No, he wants to go play somewhere else. Blah blah blah. I think she said, okay, 
two year deal. I could live with that. So she couldn't even live two years. Did his did it? No, he did his two years there. Won the Super Bowl the very first year. Had some success. His contract oh, was up. Okay. And then it was. Hey, this babe, is important. Though. I know. I said two year deal. I'm gonna make it three. Well, I'm and looking I think at that's it. Where, I think that's where it went south, man. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what I'm. What I'm trying to get to is, you know, we're all been there, especially if you're older and if you've had relationships. You've always been there where you had, you really do have that. It's almost like deadline day, where like you're given, like you yeah. got to do something to keep it working, or you got, you know, you have to do it. You're in control of the relationship at one point. And it might not be so catastrophic where like, oh, we're getting divorced, but like you're in control of this part. It's kind of like, oh, I took a new job. Oh, where'd you take it? Oh, I took it in, you know, New York, and we live in Texas. Like, that's huge. That's going to change all of our lives. And you got this. I'm just telling you. I'm like, I could see Tom Brady just sitting there like, man, I kind of screwed this up. Like, Yeah, no, I think I think that's that's certainly a possibility. Or he already was. Already and I think he made the plans to, to go to Tampa Bay. This is another theory I've heard. He made the plans to go to Tampa Bay and didn't really do a lot of consulting with her. And so it was like, yep, we're going. And uh, I think from those... From that point forward, it's been probably a little rocky, and she yeah. said, "Look, we got we got two years here. That's fine." And then he retires. Yeah, I can, well, in this unretires in and this magically, specific scenario, I don't really, I can't. A few really, months later, they're I can't really divorced. judge the, like what really happened with yeah, that. Yeah, I, I don't have no because I'm trying to add. I'm trying to add like the numbers to it, where it's like, okay, so she probably gave him the ultimatum, and he's like, two year contract. She's like, well, I got to put up with it then. And then in between that contract, she's like, you got to retire. And he's like, no, I want to keep playing. And then he. So technically, when she divorced him, he's like, I'm going to keep playing. So he played for one more year? Yeah, one more. And it was this past season. Yeah. And by Tom Brady's standards, it was not a great, successful season. Yeah, yeah they made the playoffs. I don't even think they had, were 500 in terms of their record. And, and yeah, it was, it was kind of a disappointment. Didn't win a Super Bowl. Went out, kind of yeah. had a terrible game. And I think when he was walking off the, the field, he's probably going, I screwed huh, up. Possibly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of, well, I mean, I, like, again, I think everyone kind of faces that point, and then kind of, you always end up with some regrets, but then it's like, yeah. I mean, technically, it's Tom Brady, so it's kind of Yeah, like, at the end of the day, he's like, He's well, never paying for another drink, no. and then he did the amazing thing was go to another football team and be, or another sports team and be loved in both cities. It's crazy. Because that's really hard, especially in New England. Oh, yeah. You know, there's no. people up there in Boston are hardcore. They are. And so they don't forgive you. No. But I think they're going to forgive Tom Brady. Yeah, I st- I, he probably will not have to pay for a beer anywhere yeah. in, in the New England area for a long time. So probably we, the rest of his life. Again, if he drinks beer, I don't even know. And I think well, he, he does. No, I bet he called that Ryan Johnson guy and was like, hey, what are you on now? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I think the two of them, they're the same age. Yeah, Something's doing... going on there. I, th- I see a correlation. Well, I always saw, like, with Tom Brady, he has, like, that uh, company he has called, like... TB12? TB12. Yeah. And that's I, not I'm annoying. guessing that's the same thing, right? As Ryan Johnson, but just not as extreme. Oh, he's yeah. That's that's. He's, Isn't it like a whole regiment? Like be part of the TB12 regiment, like man, work out and eat this powder. I think that's just more of his brand. It probably encompasses a lot of things, I including. S- <laughs> Does your life involve eating powder? Powder? Yeah. I mean, it probably starts off at powder at certain points, but I mix it if well, I'm talking know, about like a protein. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like I always, I always yeah, find that amazing that. that people. Like, oh, you know what? Half the f- intake of food I have is powder. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's I wouldn't say it's half, 
but no, there, there's well, there's a powder or two in there. Yeah, because yeah, sure. like I got uh, for here at the studio, if like I didn't have breakfast, I have a powder that's like a multivitamin green powder, right? Like AG one or whatever that yeah. ridiculous stuff is. I was like, oh, maybe I can have this if I don't have a meal. Are you trying to reverse your metabolic and, age too? And then I well, I started looking it up because I was like, I need to get something like that, <laughs> right? And something that doesn't take up a lot of space here. I want to do radio forever. Well, then I started looking at everything, and there's so many different types. I'm like, man. This is insane. Like, I just need something that's like, not technically a meal replacement, but just something that yeah. if I miss breakfast, got some can calories, I t- got can some I take protein, something. right? Yeah. And then, I, then I started looking at it, like you can literally buy powder for every meal, damn, and you're good to go. And yeah, I guess I wouldn't want to do that. To me, I, every now and again, I gotta have some substance. Yeah. You know, I gotta have something like a hamburger in there. And then you got those people who are like, I don't even mix water with my powder. Oh, just take it raw, man? Yeah, I had a, a counselor in summer camp. He worked out a lot, and he would uh, do creatine, and he spooned the creatine. And well, then, creatine's a little different because that is soluble in water, so I guess there's some you can just, he like, just put under your tongue. He just spooned it. Yeah, I've heard of that, too. Went, went on his day. He was Canadian. Oh, well, I always that, thought oh, that. I always thought that was Canadian. I always yeah. thought it was a Canadian thing. Oh, yeah. Like, no, I, yeah, you can you can actually spoon creatine, but it's still grainy. It's like salt. Or, well, yeah, it's like a powder. Sand, it's like, you're like, well, but it's much more coarse and dense than like a protein I don't know. Powder. I've never tried creatine. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I try, clearly I, have. You clearly dude, have. I, well, I hit some up right before we yeah. came in to record, man. I, I was, yeah, I was like, I got to get ready for the show. Let me hit up the creatine. I like it. Yeah, but well, no, it's interesting. But so if you could choose a perfect age, like so if you could have an age to where you could be at, what, what would you say is the now perfect Now, are you, are you age? saying so, like, because there's a Star Trek episode about that where. Of course there is. Like they're like time stopped. So like if you're 12. It's kind of like the uh, interview with the vampire. Okay. Like if you turn into a vampire at 12, you're a vampire at 12 for the rest of your life. Now yeah. your mind not, might be 12. Sure. Because you're living and generations. So it's, okay, so uh, let me put it to you so this are way. You saying what like, would you consider the perfect age to be? And I think this is an interesting question because it's going to vary by gender. Right, so men and women are so? likely to have different answers, and it's also going to vary based on I how would, old you are. So, if you're 65 years old, and I'm going to be that age, you're likely, yeah. What would you say is the perfect age to be? I mean, if you're, like I said, if you're 65 years old, you could say something like, "Oh man, 55 is the best age to be." But if you're 25, you're likely not no, going to say 55. No one's going to so say. I think this, no, the this, real answer is no one's going to say anything under age of 30. Yeah, and. If to me, if it's a guy who likes being physical, he's probably going to choose something between the age of twenty and thirty, because that's when your brain your brain stops developing. You're like you're you're pretty much. Oh, I think mine stopped at your, significantly at your earlier, unfortunately. Peak. Now for ladies, I can see them being between the ages of you know eighteen and twenty five, and then I think that's kind of like my guess is anyone but anyone that says between thirty and forty. And they might that that tells me they had a really good 30 yeah. 40 age life. Well, any any time I've ever seen articles on something similar to this, people will report that their happiness levels are the best over age 60. So it's entirely possible oh, well, if you were to ask, you know, our parents or something they, they might say, "Oh, 65 yeah, but that's, is where I it's think at. that's experience." This, right. So I could be 24 so for, and have the same For you experience. at however old age you are now, yeah. What age do you, would you th- say is probably the best age to be at, right? And there's a ton of different factors. So this is what I'm trying to ask you, so I'm trying to understand this. Okay. So are we I, doing, I think you're overthinking are, it. Oh, no. Are we doing <laughs> the interview with the vampire scenario where, like, my age just stops, but no. I keep living? No, no, no. Okay, it's so that's not best, what we're saying. It's just the best age to be at. Okay. But you're still going to get older. I mean, yeah, of course. So I, when I, if I say 24— But I'm if you so- could choose an age, I suppose, to stay at— 
For as you're asking forever. forever, are you saying? Well, if it's the best age to be, wouldn't you think that that's also the best age to be at in perpetuity? <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. But no, I'm not asking that. Just what do you think is the best age to be? In today's society. Well, yeah, sure. Ooh, that's a hard one. It is. I mean, uh... There's a lot of factors to consider. Because, I mean, you could say 20, at 20 years old, I felt physically the best I had, had ever felt. I, but I didn't have any experience in the workplace, so I was making terrible money, or I was still in school, yeah. and I hated school, you or whatever. You still got Yeah. So, so, you, so you go, I, okay, we'll take 20 In that 20 case, out, I would but, do 16. Oh, my. Okay. Because you can get away, like in today's world, you can get away with everything, and then you can still make a lot of money through the internet. Yeah, I suppose you could have like some, some sort of those, business online. Some of those kids are making money some way yeah. or another, and it's yeah. like, if you need cash, just go on TikTok. Or, you know, like, you never know. Be, be an influencer. Well, not even that. It's like you could sell drugs. And, like, it's not, like, from what I understand, most, like, today's technology, all drugs is sold through technology. So I get on Venmo. What? I wouldn't Venmo know, man. Me. <laughs> well, no, I, there, I, I, uh, there was a study over in the U.K. and Europe where it was, like, 80% of all illegal drugs were sold over an app. That seems, through an app, that through seems app. really stupid to do. If I was someone so, who was inclined to go buy drugs. it's door drugs, to door. So you go on your I, app and you I say. I don't think I would trust an app at all because you I don't know who's on the other end, oh, yeah. right? You're like, oh, man, I'm just going to order. I don't know. I mean, I don't really buy a lot of hardcore drugs, so I don't really, I couldn't really tell you the story. Even if they're less hardcore. But if we're talking about the scenario, if I'm 16 and I need to make some cash. Yeah. Uh, I immediately went to drug dealing. <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, I noticed that. But no, I think they're... You know, write that down here <laughs> think, real quick. <laughs> I think with the society today, like, we have more forgiveness for young kids, and we ha- the young children have more flexibility in what they're allowed to do. Okay. Okay. I'll accept your answer. Um, I wouldn't go that young, because for me... I would like the freedom of being an adult and not living at home, although that certainly has benefits of living at home. When you're well, not even that. You might you're have, not paying for you mortgage. You don't have to live got, at home. you got three squares. But you're on the street, and they're like, this young kid, this 16-year-old, this is so sad. And, like, you get away with a lot more stuff. Like, if you're 35 and you're homeless, no one's going to care. <laughs> but if you're 16 and homeless, there's so many there's so many things out there, resources that you could use Man. and survive. I, I, su- I suppose you're right. I, I, I guess. I can't believe you've gone to drug use and being homeless. Gosh, I'm just thinking of the ideal scenarios here. You're thinking about worst-case scenarios. Well, you didn't say <laughs> if my family's there. You just said, like, if I happen to be – I'm telling you, I'm very detailed on this idea. It's like, all right, if I had to choose an age and I'm 16 in 2023, okay, let's put it what this am I doing? <laughs> let's say any drug age dealing. from where you're at now in your current life back to zero – what would be your ideal age? Now, this is not the, yeah, the am I original. Going back, am I going back in time now? Well, you could say current. Okay. You could say right now if you wanted to. Oh, I can I'd be 16. All right. There it is. That's your age, 16. So for me, I think, for me, I took a lot of factors into consideration as well. I might do even do not, 14. Not be the next Zuckerberg. What, did he start at 14? Well, he's just be, being a nerd. I'm like, I'm going to come up with this app. Sell drugs. <laughs> well... You, you can do that at 42, it, by the way. If they're doing it in Europe, I'm doing it here. Well, they never suspect a 16-year-old. I suppose you're right. Yeah. Now, for, for me, I think I'm going to say something like 35, right? Because I think at that point, you're old enough to have had some experience in a job, and so maybe you're making a you decent a living. What's that? You can get a loan. Yeah, you can get a loan. You can rent a car. Yeah. It's so important. Um but you're still young enough physically to where you can get around. You could still pull off maybe going out 
to a club or something if you're Ugh. so inclined to. Yeah, I'm not a club guy either. But yeah. I'm saying you could still go out and, and you're not you're not quite the old guy in the room, right? At 35, but uh, but you might have a little more money than the rest of the people in the room because you got a decent yeah. job or something. So I think that age is pretty good. But I could certainly see where uh, maybe 20 years from now, if you ask me that exact same question, I might say 55, man. Oh, that's exactly where it's at. Like so I'm you're at trying the prime. to sound wise. Like, no, man, 16. Because if you got money, people don't care how old you are. <laughs> and then you have the advantage of being underage, so everyone doesn't really expect it. And it's like, yeah, you can get away with a lot more. It's like that, it's like that FTX it's guy. Philosophy. Like that FTX guy. He had <laughs> oh, the greatest man. idea. Think about it. We got so much money. Let's go to the Bahamas. Yeah, and just go with, buy a $40 million. With all these people, it's like, we're just going to have a compound, and it's going to be great. We're just going to snort out. It's probably where all the Adderall went. That's, yeah, probably that's why there's a shortage. Went to that. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. That's why there's a nationwide shortage now. It has nothing to do with the fact that the Bahamas are loose with their uh, regulatory laws yeah. or anything. No, it has nothing to no, do that's with where that. All the, that's where all the Adderall went to, with the FTX people. They, they sucked it all up. Oh, that's, uh, that's a subject for an entirely another show. But, oh uh, yeah, no, uh, that's, I mean, it's... That question's all based on your experience, so you can ask anybody. They're like, oh, man, when I was 16, it sucked. I was homeless. You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, they don't want to do that. But I'm thinking it as, lo- lo- like, for in a logic standpoint, I think our society treats everyone under the age of 18 in a broader spe- spectrum. Or sp- <laughs> is that, a, is yeah. that a new term for yeah, you're doing great, man. For rectum? Is that, <laughs> that you're doing great. Uh, spectrum. And, like, so, I, to me, you have more forgiveness and more possibilities at 16 today than you would have at like okay. 35 well you've answered the question there so, is no right or wrong answer I no, mean, you my answer was right you could man. have said two right i mean i'm sure you could have justified that and I, i'd be a woman too i sure sure you you can that, do, that, you can do bro- that you makes want. it even a bigger circle of success <laughs> you can do whatever you want so awesome man i like it okay well you know tom brady he's probably regretting he probably wants to go back to the age of, uh, you know, like. Yeah, I wonder if he could guess, or I mean, uh, choose an age. Yeah. What he would choose. Well, really, you ask him, like, what's your favorite Super Bowl memory? Because he's had so many. Can't even remember them all. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, that's those are probably stories like for another that? time, man. Okay. Well, uh, you want to take a quick break or you want to keep going? I know we're, we're almost to the end. So, I mean, oh, you know what? Let's end the show on this so just so we can just complete the whole football theme. Sure. Uh, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my gosh. So, Aaron Rodgers, okay. another, if people don't know, he's another quarterback. And we, for some reason, guys, especially guys who really like football, are obsessed with these players and what they do. Like, we just talked about Tom Brady. You know, he's played football till 45. Another older, older quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. And if you didn't know... Uh, about him he's been playing for a long time and i think it was like five years ago he started openly talking about taking uh hallucinogens drugs and so he's like he's sitting there now he uh, is contemplating his retirement by announcing he's going to spend four days in darkness while on drugs basically (laughs) and um think about the ultimate reset like the vacation you know some people are like i need to take a vacation and then you always wonder like what's your idea of vacation it's like oh you get to sleep in or is it more of like, no, I need to go on a cruise on the other side of the world and be as far away from people who are in my day-to-day life as possible? And clearly his idea is, like, I want to be alone in a room on drugs and reset. So, And you said this was five years ago is when this first came I, out? Roughly, I remember, uh, I want to say it was, about, it was when his first big time saying he was thinking about retiring, like when they renewed his contract and stuff. And he was like, he felt depressed. Cause I listened to a couple of interviews he's been on. 
And so he, uh, someone mentioned to him, like, hey, it sounds like you need a reset, like a brain reset. And a lot of people use this therapeutic drugs to help them reset, like from stress and depression. And it's literally a chemical reset, not just like, oh, hey, meditation reset. Mm-hmm. It's like this drug, like an LSD and uh, what's, I can't pronounce ay- ayahuasca. Uh, yeah, ayahuasca. Like those, yeah, yeah, so those kind of drugs like reset you. Mentally, yeah, it's not necessarily a full-on hallucinogen, from what I've heard, but it's well, I know, more of like um, I know people do it in you can hallucinate in sessions with therapists. Yeah, like they'll do uh, shaman. Well, like, what, what is that stuff? What's that elephant tranquilizer or like uh, man? There's a there's a tranquilizer out there they use in sessions where it helps relax the body and it helps them come over PTSD. Oh, wow. and things like that and. Uh, there, because um, there was an, there was a, co- a comic on Neil Brennan did it, where it was ketamine, that drug ketamine, and the, he did sessions where you know he come in and do this much ketamine and they you know do therapy and then the next session they do this much ketamine and it helps. I guess it's kind of like a, a hypnotist thing, like get you off smoking. I'm not familiar with it. No. You know, talk, you ever seen those hypnotists? Oh yeah, like, no get doubt. You off smoking? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I think it's something similar to that, where like you use this chemical to help reset your brain so you can re re-imprint. Yeah, he says it's kind of just sitting in silence, which most of us never do. Yeah, sitting in silence while on drugs. Yeah, well, it's kind of like the deprivation <laughs> I mean, tank. Yeah, absolutely. But so people do that kind of stuff. I guess I'm still a little confused. I don't know a lot about this. Is it's In this article that I just pulled up here, it looks like he's he's planning on doing this. Yeah. And you're saying this was five years ago, so he's already done it before. Probably something similar. And, and now he's, okay. I, I know he's <laughs> been open about searching searching for truth. And searching for his happiness because the truth is he's like forty years old and needs to retire. That's the well, truth. But oh. if I had to assume, Mister Rogers, I mean, he can go sleep in the darkness all he wants. He doesn't want to play football anymore, but this is what he's good at. And he's like, I'm just gonna milk this as much as possible. I'm gonna do my job. I'm gonna be professional, but you know, he'd rather be out doing something else. Because I mean, imagine playing football for that long, and it's like, hey, at one point you do have to retire. What are you gonna do when you retire? And reality probably set in when he's doing his four-hour sessions or four-day sessions. Yeah, like, maybe so. Oh, he's 39. So. so it's like, hey, man, you're making $50 million. Just don't stop making $50 million. Like, keep doing that. Keep until doing you... that. And you can get really baked in the offseason. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a good gig if you can get it. I, I, I don't think it'd be something I could do. I can't imagine. Well, no, that's a vac- those are vacations sitting... now, man. Now, you does, know that, it... right? Yeah, I've heard of Like, these. we could go to, I forgot what island it is over in the South Pacific, and it's like, that's part of the thing is you have a three-day trip. It's all paid for. You know, you get the fancy meals, but then it's like, oh, don't, by the way, we have a, a seance with ayahuasca. <laughs> and it's like, oh, cool. I'm glad we it's have— It's just all—yeah, check. It's on It's on the itinerary, put that huh? The, put it out in the, the planner, and the kids are going to go scuba diving with, you know, seals right. while I'm over here throwing up in a bucket and getting rid of my evil spirits. <laughs> Oh, it sounds horrible to me. I can't. I don't care if I've got hallucinogens or not. I am not going to sit in any room for four days, let alone in darkness, man. That sounds absolutely. I understand the benefits of oh, yeah. meditation. I understand the benefits of probably trying to get out of your headspace and reset and do all that stuff. But four days of darkness to me sounds like. I don't know. That sounds. Well, it was sounds funny, like a punishment. What it reminds me of. It reminds My me mind of, would probably start going in places I didn't. It's like uh, like Groundhog's Day. That's a great because flick, so by the many way. people are trying to see what he's going to say, you know, because you know people love football and like, is he going to come back and be our quarterback? Is he going to be? And especially like the organization themselves, are like, are we going to have a quarterback next year? Like, oh, we'll find out in four days. Oh, what happens in four days? Oh, 
Aaron's going to be in a room <laughs> right. by himself. And, uh, and you know, that one of those coaches like, we don't have time for this. Like, he can just tell us if he's not coming back because we got to make plans. And, uh, yeah, so it's like we're waiting for the door to open, and you get that phone call. Do you want to no, – what would be great is they, he calls the Packers, and they're like, all right, I've reached my decision. I'm like, what is it? I want to play for Tampa Bay. <laughs> So this this is interesting, though, because I just looked at this, and it says that he's doing this basically to determine what he wants to do after the end of the season. How crazy is that? So it's not That's like, what I'm saying. So, so in other words, all right, Green Bay, I'm no. going to go off for four for four days. When I return, I shall have an answer for you. Yeah. But that's crazy. He's so, doing the Moses move, dude. It's, that's nuts. So it's not just like something he's doing just to refresh himself in general. He's doing this to uh, arrive at a decision whether or not he wants to play in Green Bay next yeah. year. That is crazy. That's how we should all make our big decisions. So I can tell my wife, she's like, <laughs> "Do you want to have children? I need to. I need to take a four day retreat, retreat baby, and to come back out. and yeah. determine if I want to bring a child into this world." Yeah, and then when you come back, she's like, "Why do you smell like and the then bowling alley?" Well, no, then it gets even worse. <laughs> you she's were like, at a retreat. She's like, "You were at a nine pin no tap tournament." She's like, "Dick, we need to get a new car. I need to take a four day <laughs> retreat. I'll find out if we need a new car." <laughs> right. I don't think it works that way for everything. <laughs> well, no, that's she's gonna no, she's gonna to just me, eventually stop asking you questions. Like, yeah, it's basically that's gonna be. I, I abuse it so much. It's like <laughs> I can't make a decision without talking to my spirit animal. <laughs> and my spirit animal is a big old like your birthday's coming up, Richard. What do you want to have for dinner? I need to take a four day retreat and figure out what my perfect birthday meal is because it could decide the rest of my future. Oh man, nope. I'm out. I'm out, man. Wouldn't do it. I don't care if yeah. even that was led to. Bring back well, my that how society's kind of determined a lot. What do you mean? Like you always had your shaman, yeah, and your tribe, and it's yeah. like we well, need. That's a, what this sounds like. It's to like me. it hasn't rained for five years. How do we find the answer? It's like we need to talk, talk to, to the to, shaman. So this kind of sounds like the opposite of that Brian Johnson thing, where he had a lot of medical doctors there yeah. with gadgets. This seems very primal, sort of medieval. Like screw all the technology. We're just going to go back and give you some hallucinogens and in you're the dark. Figure it out. And just going to figure it out. And that it's it's sort of the opposite end of the spectrum there. But can you imagine? And neither that of them sound appealing. Becoming to me. mainstream to the point where like it's prescribed. Oh. Because that's man. what I'm trying to say. Like these LSD sessions and stuff. Like that's a real thing in certain countries. Like. It's all controlled. It's like you're doing these ketamine therapy sessions, and you're literally hallucinating. Like the whole purpose of it is you're supposed to hallucinate, and it help changes some chemical in your brain, and it helps PTSD, it helps stress, helps all this kind of stuff. So it's kind of like you go to your doctor, and he's trying to explain to you you're going to go to a room for four days, and you're going to be alone. I'm like, this sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah. Oh no! Sounds terrible. And they talk about audience of one. Like you're, no, no, you're going to be in your own hell. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I would go to places where I didn't want to go. I think if it were me. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how. Again, I go back on that kind of treatment. It's. I feel like that's what old school tribes used to do, where they're trying yeah. to find the answers of the unexplained. It's like we have to go to the stars to see. He's always been known as being a little weird, a little off. Anyways, I think yeah. at least that's what I've heard. I've never met him. Heck of a quarterback. Well, I mean, ever, yeah, I mean, but, and maybe this is why. Maybe he's been doing this the whole time. He just hasn't been very forthcoming with it, and he's got to the end of his career, and he's saying, you know what? What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, especially in sports itself, there's so many alternatives. or not, There's so many things that can happen in your life that you have no control over, and maybe this is something like he does this to make sure he has control over it. Sure. Because sure. he could easily just get hit in the knee and be like, oh, you can never walk again, man. Well, great. All right. Well, you mean I can't play football with one leg? 
No, but I can uh, go sit in the room in darkness yeah. and get high. Yeah. Well, see, I don't, see, I think it's unfair. You say get high. I don't. I think it's again. It's like you're doing those ketamine therapy things. It's not like you don't tell the doctor. Can I just get high and you stop talking to me? Like I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking oh, about. Is that not proper doctor well, no, I mean more, relation? I've asked the doctor that so many times. Well, no, why it, I wondered. It, no, it's not because some people when I was reading about it and there's a couple documentaries about it and it's like it's not like you go to a room and like oh they call your name and they give you a needle and then you go into like a room and you just do drugs. It's like no, you go to the therapist and then they go okay, we're gonna give you some of this and then you're gonna sit here and talk to me and you're gonna tell me how you feel. Uh. And so it's it's not just like oh I just want to get high, dude. And, <laughs> go on it but i know it helped okay. apparently it's helped a lot of people i can't believe you're just just such against it i don't know that i'm necessarily against it i'm just saying I, I'm it's kidding. not for I'm me kidding. it's not for me maybe it's for him hey if he if he decides if he emerges from his capsule of darkness next week or whenever the heck he's going to do this and he comes out and he well, says it's like the groundhog seeing a shadow and he says i'm playing well that's for what's green saying bay. it reminds me if of he that. comes back and says i'm playing for green bay and, and then has the most amazing season and, and, they, and they run to the super bowl i guarantee this shaman's book is going to be full of people wanting and, to meditate in the dark for four days. And what I want people to look out for is after the Super Bowl, is go to Vegas and see if people are betting what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. Oh, I bet, I bet you trip. can. I bet you can. I bet there's, I mean, Vegas, there's tons of prop bets on the Super Bowl. That might be one of them. So it's like he's going to not come out of the come, come out of the room. I bet there's a percent chance of that. He just doesn't appear. He just he's doesn't, like, this is it. Poof, gone. Yeah. We lost him, guys. Yeah, we like lost it. him. I like it. But, uh, yeah, good show today for the first episode. Absolutely, man. I thought um, it was swimmingly well. I thought it went swimmingly well. Yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of things going on, and hopefully on the next episode we'll be here every Wednesday at 10 o'clock, 10 a.m., uh, Audience of One with Andrew and Dick. We're going to be on social media. The show's going to be uh, live on YouTube, Facebook, Lone Star Community Radio, Conrad's FM 1045, 1061 Podcast, and then wherever you can find podcasts and stuff like that. It's all going to be available at the same time. So at 10 o'clock, 10 a.m., show's available. And if you have a thought on, on your own when you're having your audience of one discussion, let us know. Uh, reach out to us on social media. And, yeah, cool. Well, uh, I guess that's it for today's show, man. Yeah, that's, man. Thanks for letting me play radio. It's been fun. Yeah. We'll I will do it again. Well, uh, we had discussions for next week. Uh, we'll, we're kind of be figuring out what we want to talk about. We... We wanted to talk about the Alec Baldwin thing. I kind of wanted to. Yeah. With Alec Baldwin that. getting sued and, you know. Indicted. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, he was so, indicted. Uh, it's crazy. I, I, I kind of want to look into that and see where you fall on. Is it fair or not? Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. So we'll, we'll definitely hit that that story up. Okay. And then other things that have been happening after the Super Bowl, we're definitely probably going to mention something like that. But, yeah. Sounds good, man. It was fun. Until next time. We'll take it back to the day.